Welcome back to the perpetual disaster that is the Existential Reality Podcast. I am Cody. Today we have here Tyler. What's going on, guys? And Jason. That's me. And our extra special guest, Tracy. I'm back. All right. So, you know, we like to talk about some fun things here. So the next one we're going to talk about is... Religion. There you go. Yeah. We're going to talk about religion. So I'd like to open this up by asking a general hypothetical question about religion and its impact on society or where it stands mm-hmm. in society. And I'd like to call that into question by asking, asking um, if society were to reset, humanity were to reset, we go back 12,000 years and we have to start over. Mm-hmm. Do you think the religions that exist now will exist again? And that's all of our technology, all of our literature, all knowledge, of our understanding everything. We have now. But Nix. we go. Back. We are human. <clears throat> we are human, and humans exist. Humans back exist. Then. Okay. If if those are the criteria, I would personally say that religion would happen. It might not be exactly the same as it has been, but there will be either a or multiple religions mm-hmm. established. I agree. I think it'll start off singularly and evolve with time like it. They'll branch like they did before. Yeah. I mean, religion was based off of people wanting to have an understanding. They didn't want to live in fear. They didn't, they hate the unknown. So they always create something that gives them reason, something that gives them a a fuzzy feeling, if you will, some purpose of why things happen. Natural disasters, death itself, your mortality, famine, where do you go when you die? Like things like this are what are basic principles in religion. Um, milestones to come will be how we learn that these things change and adapt, and then religions branch off that based off how people want to interpret those little milestones or, or you know, questions. Events. But I, I don't think it would change. I think people still would create something to give purpose. I think the religions would be completely different. If there were, they could be different. I think they'll be completely different. I think belief systems. I think change. fundamentally they will turn out to be very similar. I, I think don't the names may be different. Because if you think about it, we start twelve thousand years ago. What if we don't travel north to Europe? What if we just keep going to Asia or we travel further down south to South Africa. True. What if we time travel? I mean, we essentially did. Well, it's uh, yeah, I was going to say this is almost like a different right. timeline. So do those possibilities <laughs> exist that there would be a different religion? So the possibilities that we can go down a different path society-wise, why wouldn't that exist? Because human nature. Well, human nature. Because we're human and... We look solely based off of instinct, but I still think. Do you, do you think that's a set path for us? Is that what you're saying? I, I think our conscious, our consciousness right. will adapt to favor whoever's to each and every one of us. So if I think you're better, or if I think I'm better than you because of divine, because I was chosen by the divine, Smarter. and that's or or that maybe you're prettier. That that too, <laughs> like. It, Certain attributes. So let's say someone was exceptionally gifted, like they're smart or they know certain things. And I don't know otherwise. You created agriculture. How the hell did you do that, Cody? You, you gain a following. He's yeah. A yeah, it's like, 
Man, I that's amazing. Know what that guy knows. Yeah, it's amazing. And you could just say it's fucking science, but wanting to know what that guy knows is science. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. But that's not belief. That's I want to learn. Unless that. But what you're saying. But until Jason, you get enough people in a following. But what Jason is saying is mm-hmm. that is insane. I don't understand it. That is divine intervention. Witchcraft. That is divine. Or witchcraft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the separate thing from what you said is I want to know. As opposed to, I don't understand, so therefore this. It, it, you say it's different, but it sounds super the same to me. Uh, how so? I don't know, therefore I want to learn more. If this guy says he knows more, she knows more, then I'm going to naturally gravitate to that person in an effort to learn more. Whether it's scientifically based or belief based. So if I tell you, like, there's a difference between this guy who did agriculture and I didn't know how he did that. I'm like, wow, you're like the god of agriculture. And then I tell you, I know where you go when you die. I just know. And I give you an explanation. I mean, I didn't use science. But then you're like, wow, you must be like. This sounds like a movie I just watched. You careful now. <laughs> can't use that. Can't use that. Copyright. Well, copyright. That's, that's kind of why I don't think things would – they might be different by semantics as far as like the names would change, the, the mm-hmm. events might change. But I don't think that the fundamental like philosophy behind a lot of thought processes would change. Um, before the reset, I mean take Plato and Socrates. They were two of the greatest philosophers of time because they wanted to learn more. But they always also said that this is because the goddess of wisdom, Athena, told them this is how they should mm-hmm. live their lives. Like they should always, you know, kind of purge a lot of negative thoughts and strive for progress because that's what Athena would want. That's why they lived in Athens. That was like their patron, their well matron uh, deity. And that didn't really affect much. Even if we reset all this stuff and people are still wanting to learn more because somebody else might know something, it just comes naturally to them. And now you want to know that I still think that would be religious based because until we get enough people that have already accepted their religion and now we're starting to study, well, how did they know that this person did the same thing, but they got a different result. Why was it different? Now you're creating science. Now you're going into wanting to test this, 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 and see what the outcomes are. And then once you get a study outcome and you know what the recipe is to create that, boom, you now have created the reaction. For those of for those of you who can't see it, Tyler is like doing kung fu with his hands right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I talk with my hands. Yeah. But that's that's what I'm saying. So there is a difference, and the, the difference between what I said between, hey, I don't understand, therefore this. Mm-hmm. That's a definitive. When you're like, hey, I don't understand, but I want to know, you're not claiming a definitive. Does that make sense? Yeah, she isn't, but the person who is telling her is de- declaring something, right? What? <laughs> Are you saying if, if, I, if you take the backfall? I you don't know, but I want to know, so I'm going to di- find somebody who knows is or claims to know. Is different than saying, I don't understand this, therefore it has to be divine intervention. I think I know where he's going. Like, you're, you don't know... And you want to know why, not necessarily believing immediately that it's something supernatural. Uh-huh. It could be it could be supernatural or it could be something based off science. I think it's what Cody's trying to say. I don't know if that's 
what you were uh, trying yeah, I don't to know say. if that's what you were misunderstanding about what I said, which is stupid. But, like, <laughs> so how about I pose this question? I don't know. Well, how about I pose this question? Do you think religion serves a purpose in society? Uh, no. Okay. T Tyler? Like currently? I mean, just in general. Oh, in well, society, do you think um, religion serves a purpose? I would say yes. I would agree. And, I, I'm, and this is coming from somebody that is not religious. But there are people out there that don't necessarily do well when they think for themselves. I know that sounds really bad, but <clears throat> that's... That's my take on it. Any any of these life lessons that I can put somebody in and say like, hey, this is the word, this is what you should follow, and it you know kind of creates a guideline for them. People feel comfortable in doing it, but at the same time, people can take that to a very extreme realm, and they can start make. I mean, look at the holy wars that we've waged, Jerusalem alone, mm -hmm. the Crusades, and <clears throat> just. We're still going to fight over resources. Yeah, there's oil. Exactly. We fight We're over oil. Fight over <laughs> like, hey, you're not German. Die. <laughs> well, there's another one. Hitler. What do you think, Tracy? Do you think there's a purpose? or? But even with that well, example. No. Okay. That's not religious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's going to be wars gonna regardless. Be war. Not irregardless. Regardless. Regardless. I just think regardless. it made it easier for religion. Irregardless. I think that the purpose that religion serves or you, you feel that it serves, could also be served without. Why does it have to be religion? I would say that as far as a social function, it's always good to be a part of a community that you feel accepted in. And I don't see another community, unlike religion, that shows a potential for hope. That is, but, I wouldn't consider that... A societal function. I would consider that a personal function because you need that for yourself to thrive. Society doesn't need religion to thrive. Can you feel accepted without religion? Yes. Like isolated by yourself? No. You have, you have like, to be a part you're of saying something. There's right? no other way you can be a part of anything other than religion. But like, if you are searching for something, something that's not tangible, something that gives you purpose. Something beyond our understanding. Where do you get that? I get it from science. Surely. Okay, but I am not you and you are not I. Well, we all have different it. things it's that we need. I, I think you just proved my point. Like everybody needs, it, not everybody needs religion, but certain people do need religion to thrive in society. That was but my society, point. So that would, be the, that would be the purpose of it then. But, but to say it's a societal thing, like everybody needs certain belief to thrive. No, society doesn't need to thrive with religion. It can thrive without it. Definitely can thrive without it. Well, if if I if I feel like there's no purpose and there's no meaning to it, then how am That's I going to be... Huh? That's up to you. That's yeah, but okay. But, but then what happens if like a lot of people are feeling that way and they don't want to be productive in society? Why is it not okay to accept the uniqueness of every individual. Yeah. Why do we all have to feel as though we are a part of a group? Why can't we just be a part of being question. or this energy? You answer your question. Huh? Human nature. I mean, that's right. that's humanism. Yeah, it's literally what it is. It's humanism. 
that we have to be a part of something. That Which is, we really didn't find. Yeah, some things, but we don't have to be a part of a religion group. or a belief system or a belief group. We don't have to. No. I get what you're saying. No. Yes. Like we're all here, mm-hmm. so we are obviously a part of something. Yeah. Yes. I was born on Earth, so therefore maybe I'm a part of Earth. Yes. But like for me, I mean, this is great. I really love you guys and everything, but there's there's still something that I need to be satisfied. Like it's intrinsically a part of me. And if I don't have that, that puts me myself in a, in a predicament of uncertainty and and my own existential thinking of what's going on in the world. Well, I mean, <laughs> but like not necessarily that you need it. But in the way I'm thinking of it, in society, there's going to be those people that need that. That's why I think it is essential in society. We need that. Just like we need entertainment. I mean, some some people, I don't want to get off on a tangent, so just rule me back. But like, mm-hmm. some people don't believe we really need liberal arts. So like, why the hell do we need people to make music when we could have doctors, we could have engineers? Why do we need to focus on that? Because it's important. People need that stuff. Because... Music. Right. Yeah. But we all can't be artists. We all we wouldn't. Yeah. Be but society can all be doctors. Society can't function without music. Yes. But, society can function without. Religion. But do you think that society needs music? I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, society, no. Music has been there since the beginning. Music has. Society doesn't need music to thrive. It helps, but we don't need it. Society's not going to crash if music just all of a sudden disappears or never have existed. Perhaps. It's unlikely. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, so I guess we could all be machines and, like, find no joy in our life because we're not being stimulated, entertained, or find some sort of passion that we need. So we could go through our (laughs) lives just doing the -the run-of-the-mill thing. We could. Uh, I don't think that's a healthy functioning society. We still we still would have a natural drive to creativity. Right. Yeah, so we would make that Probably. why would we make that cuz we need it. Huh? We would we we want that creativity. The creativity would be music, wouldn't it? I was thinking procreate. No, well, I got off on a different. <laughs> well, no, I got off on a different thing cuz like there's there's a natural need to just <laughs> play the TV in the background. <laughs> but <clears throat> music. <laughs> so my heart beats in a certain rhythm. And so does yours. That's why I feel like music has always been ingrained in us and Earth in general. Birds sing. We pick up that music and rhythm because it's. We create patterns. Yeah. Well, I mean. Human nature. What, what I'm saying is we need that outlet. So when you say we don't need music, what's the stop to say? We don't need to go to outside. We don't need Why alcohol. We? We don't I said need... society doesn't need music to thrive. So society also, society doesn't need alcohol. Society view, doesn't need. I think we view society in a different way. You view society as uh, individual preferences or in- individual people. That's well, what society is. It's more incorporating other people's needs and to have it function. Well, that's the thing. Um, just it, because something's not based off of religion or built off of religion doesn't mean you can't believe whatever you want to believe. If you want to believe that, you can believe that. If that gives you comfort, you can, it gives you comfort. But a society, uh, an actual, like, sovereign uh, place to 
create the sovereign sovereignty, whatever mm-hmm, the word, mm-hmm. you do not need those things. It's not necessary. Neither so is you're music. speaking on more yeah. of neither yeah. is having parties. Like, neither is right. doing anything enjoyable. Food, as water. People, individual people. Some people may not need that. I Some think people do need that. I think you guys are talking about private. the same thing though. I know you guys are looking at more of a different mindset of it. Like Jason is speaking on individuals that might want to be able to express themselves through music or partying or whatever. Cody is more explaining that as a society, as a whole of people, like as, as unified minds to progress, let's just say for progress, like to get to this point, I want you guys to get to this point. Do you need these things to get to this point? No, I, I would agree with Cody. However, it might be harder to get to that point if we don't incorporate some of those mind relaxers or some of those recuperation times that Jason's talking about with music, entertainment, things that might not necessarily be just like discernibly needed it, to get to that it, point. It, but it would make it a smoother ride. It breeds innovation. Without that outlet of creativity, we won't be able to create these new ways of thinking and looking at things, develop new technology, develop new ways to uh, in medical science and in outer space. Even. You need release because if you're constantly trying to work towards that point and your brain is on override, but you have nothing to pull back from and kind of recharge your batteries and just relax and zone out. You're not going to want to continue to move forward if you've gotten in a, any any kind of break, any rut, and you've just dialed back, listened to music, watched some shows, gone out for a walk, exercise, whatever, but now you feel recharged, and then you retackle that project. You might think of it in a different angle, and now you're willing to move forward to that next point faster. I agree with that. I got another question. Okay, go for it. Um, so how about... Uh, well, I guess you can call it a religion. What, excuse me, if there's a religion that's not based on supernatural things, it's more of a, like a philosophy of, of, of how we should. Philosophy of fake science. Yeah. Uh, But no, like, so a certain kind of mentality, like a system of a way of thinking, a system of how we should treat each other, but it has nothing to do with anything supernatural. So no, like no gods, angels, demons, powers mm-hmm. of any kind. It's literally just us accepting each other for each other. But our base belief Humanism. is how to treat each other. Not in a Scientology kind of way, but yeah. Humanism. That's humanism. Yeah, something like that. Would that be appropriate? Yes. Would that be appropriate? Humanism. So here's the thing. Are you asking if <laughs> one specific belief here's, system is appropriate? Well, I, I would say, is that more is that more comfortable than one that's based off something that's potentially supernatural so here's my stance on this and no i like his question because it i i can speak on um two parts of it just to use Mm -hmm. two two little things so when i went through basic training for the air force Mm -hmm. on sundays you were allowed to go to a religious service right Mm -hmm. so i thought okay i don't want to stay in this dorm like i don't want to fold socks all day i'm going to a service well i was actually one of the white ropes so i walked people around to their services and i got to see different services take place. One week would be the Christian service, non-denominational church. One weekend would be the Muslim service. Uh, I saw a couple Wiccan ceremonies. Uh, They have great snacks. Mm -hmm. And like I went to a Buddhist service. Like there was all these different services that I could go to. And I loved being able to see people in their element, like what made them happy, what made them all familiar, what made them connect. But I could go next week to a different area, totally different religion. They're still connected. Like they're still feeling that acceptance and that love. But now down about six and a half years and my ex-wife was in the service so I visit her at her BMT graduation 
And it was that Sunday that came up and she wanted me to go to her service. And I was like, you're not religious. And she's like, no, it's a humanist service. Yeah. I was like, they offer that now? And she's like, yeah, it's a humanist service. So I went there. And when I walked in, this whole room, like massive room, I know more normal gatherings are like maybe 30 people, 40 people. But I walk in, there are hundreds of people in this room. And when they go in, the two people that are up on stage, uh, they opened everything up. They were just listening to music. They're like, hey, guys, this is the top three out of the top 40 billboards that dropped this week. Like, listen to this music. They all listen to stuff. And then they were like, here's for all you gamers. Here's new games that came out for all you science guys. Here's new uh, developments they found for all you resource people and wildlife enthusiasts. Here's uh, bills that are passed or initiatives. And they literally just reached out to everyone's interests. Yeah. But they were all still connected in that same way that I saw whenever I went to different religious services as a white robe. But they were just understanding that everyone in this room is a human. Treat common decency and compassion like it's something that we need, not something that they you have to earn or deserve. Just treat it like it's something people need. And whenever they get it and they give it, now we're good with it. I think it's important to acknowledge that you did see some very real similarities in all of them. Yes. And well, they exist, yes. that's important. What? Oh, yeah, the, the it was just good to see a lot of a lot of people in one room practicing compassion. I'm not going to compassion. Okay, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to answer your question. That's that's fine. I, I, I really don't. So, like for me though, people who uh, go through um, go through science, mm-hmm. sometimes the way I the way I see it, it can be seen as a sort of religion. Yeah. Their rituals will involve the scientific method. Their purpose is to perfect or prove a certain um, certain field of study. And th- there's there's goals, there's procedures, there's things that we do in patterns and in rituals for that. And also, which to me is always kind of kind of humorous, is the guy in the pulpit with the collar on telling me things. Is, is saying things and I can either, be, I have to believe them or not believe them or whatever. Mm-hmm. The guy in the lab coat, I mean, he's telling me things and I can either believe them or not believe them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, to me. I think science takes away the feeling. You think and I think that's religion? where religion pulls. Well, science doesn't require faith. Huh? Yeah. Science doesn't require faith. I, I don't think science particularly like drains feeling from people because I think there's some poetic things within science like evolution within itself is an extremely poetic and beautiful process oh, yeah. yeah I think so so it that feeling's there if we just scientists have a hard time explaining it in such a, a poetic way because a lot of scientists um, are socially of, inept yeah atheists <laughs> no offense a lot of atheists uh, view it as uh, like the poetry in the Bible, which it exists, and which I acknowledge. Mm-hmm. But a lot of atheists are like, no, science is black and white, it's gray, it's dark. It's, oh, just well, it's messy and it's trials. It's messy and it's trials. And it's. Uh, I think that's that's beautiful within itself. Yes. So I don't think it drains all the feelings. No. Um, I think when people, maybe when I, when I think of science, I think of... Jurassic Park. Well, a lack of feeling. <laughs> when I think of science, it's X, Y, and Z beget C. And yeah, but whenever you ask those scientists why they're passionate about what they do, they will tell you. They do light up. They're passionate about it. It doesn't lose the feeling. It just puts the feeling in a different perspective. There's some people are just not as passionate about it, and right. they shut down. 
Ooh, excuse me. They shut down when people talk about it. I mean, think about botanists that cross pollinate <clears throat> and they create a beautiful flower that no one's ever seen. That's art. But, yeah. but I think through science. But I think what she's saying is it measurable? Science is, is feelings measurable. measurable. Are feelings measurable? Are feelings measurable? Well, no. Of course, it's just like what Cody That's said. There are mean. certain scientists that are passionate about what they say, and they can't measure how passionate. But somebody that comes into it and says, "Well, I'm not that passionate about this," your measuring is now off. You can measure how people feel by monitoring heart rates, monitoring chemical uh, reactions in the brain, dilation eyes. You can the dilation eyes. That's now you just one. made it boring. Inflection and pissing <laughs> voice. Not, like, but speaking am, am I wrong? You can measure your feelings. That's say with more feeling, thing. Cody. Um, you All can right, so physiology. that's going to end our segment. Uh, we will jump into the next segment real quick with you guys. I uh, hope y'all stay tuned. This is going to be a short one, but we hope you'll enjoy. See y'all soon. See ya. Welcome back to Existential Reality. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a short one, guys, but I hope you are staying tuned. So in this next part, we're going to talk about personal beliefs. Not necessarily our own personal beliefs, but... The way people personally believe in the impact it has on ourselves. So I like to start off by kind of asking, or actually I want Jason to ask this question. Okay. About, what am I asking? <laughs> about, Jason, ask the question. You, you had a very interesting question and it was about the fear, right? The fear, are, are we, af- am I afraid? Oh, of, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because I would <clears> love to answer that, but I just can't remember. Okay. Um, so I would say... Do you so the whole thing was if the belief in science is something that can be proven and shown, but some people might be scared of the explanation with science because you know you're using advanced math, using um, like quantum mechanic physics and that kind of understanding, while religion might have answers to that, and all you need is faith. Not necessarily a quote-unquote complicated explanation to an answer. So like I said before, one has all the answers, might not necessarily be the correct ones, but the other one has answers that can be shown. Is it lip service? Uh, Yeah. But the thing was, are we scared? So when I presented it to you, Cody, it was, do you think you're scared of of religion because it's of a different understanding than science. I am not scared of religion. To cool. answer your question. Um, I do not think it is fear driven um, because I'm of the understanding that religion is uh, symbolism and poetry um, and fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way I see it. So those answers that are given the definitive ones that are just like this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. I, I that doesn't sit well with me. I'm the type of question when somebody says, "Hey, evolution is real." I'm like, "Okay, how?" And then they explain it to me. Okay, now God said so. I can understand it. <laughs> okay. But just because uh, Allah said so, that's not enough for me. I mean, first off, like God doesn't exist because God exists. That is not. That's a uh, what's it called? A pragmatic fallacy. It's just not, doesn't make any sense. It, it contradicts itself for one. And for two, it's just, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to be mean, but it's a lazy way of thinking. But it's like, so like Big Bang, I, I would say that's a scientific, like, it's a theory. theory. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so where did 
all those because it's a bunch of condensed molecules they condensed so much that they a reaction happened and it exploded and it created all this is that is that my understanding it correctly right there's a dense mass that exploded and created the universe right so where did all those molecules come from all right to I know what you're getting at is like mm-hmm. we don't have that answer yet, and that's my answer. We don't have that answer yet. Yeah. Does that automatically prove that something else did it? But no, but it's more comfortable when I when I have an Religion answer. Religion says, but I have your answer. So if you're willing to accept the answer, sure, but don't expect me to accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I can't make you believe something, and you can't make me believe something. Right. Like I'm not going to tell you you're like God didn't do it, but at the same time, you're not going to tell me that yeah. he did. So. Um, but with that, it goes back to the biggest argument that I have with the people that are more combative with their religion, uh, who tell me like, well, if you don't have an answer, therefore God, um, my argument to that is like, okay, I'm waiting for your God to answer. Like I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for something to happen to where he shows me that, or gives some type of evidence that he exists. I don't have that. It's like, well, God doesn't exist, therefore God. So basically, every argument I hear is, you don't have proof, therefore God. You don't have proof that he doesn't exist, therefore God. That 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 irks me to no end, because you can't argue with people like that. You can't. I, I say argue in the sense that you can't have a discussion. Mm-hmm. You can't have a legitimate, logical uh, debate about that, because they have already made up in their mind that I am wrong, and they are right. I will never once tell anybody in this room that your God doesn't exist. I only ask if you're going to tell me your God exists, prove it to me. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between I believe God exists. I won't touch that because it's what you believe. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me God exists, okay, that's a definitive. Well, it's time to argue. What if your religious belief doesn't center around a singular deity or many deities for that matter? Okay, well, in what sense? Can you give me an example? Uh, universal energy. Okay, so you say that everything flows this way. Yes. Frequencies and molecules vibrating, right? Or just frequencies? Is that how it is? Yeah. yeah. It, well, but what I understand. But there is, there is a natural flow of energy in everything. Mm-hmm. And they say that um, the misery comes about is when you go against that energy. Mm-hmm. These are supposed to happen in this natural order but you fight it. It's going to happen anyway. Oh, you're talking. Okay. So I see what you're saying. I would ask, I'll give you a chance. I would ask for proof of inevitability. Mm-hmm. Can you prove inevitability? Can I prove inevitability? Yeah. Cause you say everything's on a set path. Therefore something is going to happen. Prophets can. <clears throat> Tongue not in necessarily. Cheek. A singular set path. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay, so, no, I got that. So, my path is different. Your path is different. A flower's path is different. The sun's path is different. The moon's path is different. You know what I mean? But it is. Can you prove it? Can I? Can, can I you? Can you? Can you observe that? You know, a flower or a plant has a certain natural rhythm. It's going to grow. If left, say resources are abundant, or they're not, for the, but it's going to grow, it's going to produce, it's going to die. You know, um, a human life. Same right? pattern. 
Right. That would be the proof. So I think that's what she's talking that, about, that an inevitability good. in that so, way. So uh, I think mortality is different than what I was thinking of. So what you're discussing is mortality, which is an inevitability. Everybody's going to die. There is no such thing as immortality. Everything and everyone, and I think that's where fear based. Except for my soul, Cody. Well, and that's where I think the fear base nope. comes oh, in. Right. It's like if science says that this is going to end and there's nothing after that, like this ends and my energy gets transpired into other energy. You know, I become soil, the plant feeds on my body, or right. the animals feed on my carcass. Because that's how energy flows, right? Right. But a lot of people fear that, is that there's the end for me? Is that the end? I, I don't want it to be the end. I fear dying, so I'm going to create an everlasting life. Which they can have, but don't tell me that. It's definitive. No, it's just interesting because that I think that fear can be found globally. Look at any ancient religion. They all had an afterlife. Mm-hmm. Valhalla, right? What, Valhalla. Yeah. Die an honorable yeah. death, go to Valhalla. Right. It's heaven. Uh, that's their fields. heaven. Like that's, their, that's their final resting place of you're accepted amongst your father, mother, brother, sisters, everyone that fought valiantly and what they had Dallas? a warrior's life. They're in Valhalla. Um, look at the ancient Egyptians. You're a doubt. Their afterlife was... Where's the afterlife? I mean, they would bury you with items they thought you were going to need. That's how much they believed in an afterlife. They're yeah. like, oh, you're going to need this stuff. You're going to need your pets. You're going to need the, these medicines. You're going to need these tools, these weapons, this armor, these clothes. They buried you with this stuff because they wanted you to have the best chance in it. Uh, look at any other afterlife. I mean, in, in Judeo-Christian uh, religion, heaven itself, mm-hmm. there's literally things that you can do and not do to get sent to the opposite of heaven, hell, <laughs> Right, like so, people always had a deep-rooted um, fascination with where do we end up. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to kind of throw a shout out to Mac Desert because he said something fucking hilarious. YouTube Mac Desert, look it up. Um, he said Jehovah's Witness legitimately believe that you have to leave your quote-unquote baggage at the door. So if you're gay and you want to get into heaven, you got to leave the gate at the door, leave it at the gate. <laughs> well, I always thought that was Jehovah's a- Witness. Don't believe that everybody has a place in heaven. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. No, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to leave most most behind. of Jehovah's Witness are here. They're going to suffer here until heaven on earth comes. If it doesn't come before they die, then they're dead. That's it. Well, they're all you don't go to, to heaven. They're all supposed to spread the message as well. Yeah. Which but if it doesn't come here and you're not here, awesome having people you knock on my door telling me, "Have you heard about the Lord Savior Jesus Christ?" Multiple times. Thank well, you know what? A lot of religions put me off because. As, 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 a, as a young child growing up, I was not raised with a specific set religion. My father was atheist. My mother was the flavor of the month. Um, religiously speaking. Okay. Religiously speaking. You know, she she was a very educated woman. And she, you know, inherently she, she found an, an issue with a lot of religions that she was introduced to. Did they have a time or a purpose in her life at the moment? Yes. But then she evolved to like, but this isn't working for me anymore because I don't truly believe in this anymore. You know, let me do research and find something else that works for me. That's how you should go. That's how you should go. So I kind of got a question for uh, Jason. I think you're Catholic. I am ordained. Ordained. (laughs) So as a Catholic man, and I'm asking this question. It's kind of a hard question because we all 
basically respected each other's beliefs, right? I will never combat your beliefs, and you will never combat mine. Right? Peace and love. Yeah, that's what it's about. Mm. But in a situation where an atheist approached you and just told you definitively that God does not exist and you're stupid, how would you approach that? As a Catholic that's, man, how would you approach it? So it, well, harsh. it happens. I know, but that's... that's well, so like, I'll, I'll bring up this example. I was in class, and our, our professor uh, more or less said that a soul is a uh, social construct, something that we create in order to explain certain things or to make ourselves feel better. I vocally uh, disagreed with him, and for some reason that became the whole class time. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing. But I was saying, if my soul, if I don't have a soul, and then what am I? Who am I? If I am the product, who I am intrinsically, if I am the product of stimulus around me and whatever I'm uh, attracted to and I incorporate into this body or this consciousness or whatever, and all I am is chemicals firing in there at random thing to create what this is, that's devastating. I... What you can create me in a bottle. There is no me. There is no you, essentially, right? If you're going to tell me my soul, then which I identify as myself, you're going to tell me that it is not true. How in the world am I supposed to understand that unless I am literally a brain in a jar and you can do whatever? And then it got quiet in class and then I slipped in with a B. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's, that's like, you approach it at a very calm manner. I don't know if you were calm in that situation. So, sometimes I could get a little heated, I'll, I'll say. That's, that's fair. Um, I know for a fact that I can get really heated in situations like that. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Tyler, if somebody were to come at you and they combated your beliefs, um, how would you, uh, combated them, like, completely, like, don't give a shit, they disrespect your beliefs completely, how would you approach that situation? There's no need for further conversation. Yeah, All there right. we go. I'm, I'm on the same page. Like, if you, if you come into a room, so, so, like here's, here's my thing. And I, I'm, I'm all down for conversation. I love learning about people. I love people. But there is a point where you meet a person and you hit a topic that you know that there is just nothing good that's going to come from this conversation. So I have it. Unpleasant. Other than just to watch chaos unfold and each of you enjoy each other's misery and pain and anguish and, and anger and just let your wrath go. No. I am chaotic good in the if, if I can quote the never-ending story. You it has, should. It has to hurt for it to heal. Well, it has to hurt for it to heal, but if I'm just having a simple conversation <laughs> with you and you decide to get super fucking angsty and target everything that I believe in and just keep coming after it and I can see there is no headway with you, bye. So Tracy, Fine, I, I, you, you agree with him, just might as well not have the conversation. Well, it depends. If, if somebody wants to have the conversation, then I, I believe that they're not going to come at you with this is it and that's all. Because then the, do they really want to exactly. have a conversation? No a conversation so I, I attempted to have a conversation with one of my professors, teachers. It was like middle school. Right. And he was like his his comment was. Do you believe in ultimate truth? Like I, at this point I was like, I'm agnostic. And he was Christian. I was like, but do you believe ultimate truth? And I was like, 
whose truth do you want me to believe? Because your truth is different from another religion's truth or another person's truth. And he completely shut down. He was like, I will not talk to you anymore. 11 year old Tracy was like, I showed you. (laughs) No, I was like, I was, I was completely dissatisfied. I was like, that's, that's fucking it. Like, really? That's your argument. If I don't believe in your, like, he, he didn't even try. He was just like, that's it. I'm not talking to you anymore because, but I was open and he wasn't. Which is really hard to have conversations with people like that. Right. So but it's like me and you literally flipped. So like, for example, because I'm a black and white person, I would say that there is this like definitively, but that's my perspective. And I believe that's the truth. But can I be open to hear other people's explanations and see if I can be convinced or educated? Absolutely. But I'm going to be confident in in what I believe in because that's like my belief. Right. right? If you charge a conversation without any, and if I can't perceive that you're willing to open up and accept another viewpoint, then what's the point of me even trying to put my sauce on the table? Mm -hmm. Well, yummy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so much worse. But there needs <laughs> but there you, needs If you're willing to be accepting of me, I'll give you my sauce. But if you're not wanting it, then it's not going to First be. off, I've accepted that a long time. <laughs> <laughs> <Denied>. <laughs> you didn't give me your sauce. But yeah, there needs to be a conversation, right. even if it's so, unpleasant. Uh, that's what I was saying. <laughs> so, me and Jason yeah, were essentially man. flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, He's black, I'm white. You would explain it <laughs> the way you, he's blazing. I don't know what he's flip it. Flip it. We flipped it. So yes. I'm, I'm. So you're black and I'm black. Oh, anyway, go ahead. Go. Oh, gotcha. Wait, who's black and who's white? <laughs> so we're we're, we're essentially flipped. Um, you're a lot more calm and you think things through. But when I'm like, I I align with everybody on this. When I say, when somebody comes up to me and says, "Oh, this is definitely true," and you are wrong. There's a switch in my brain yeah. that just snaps, and I'm like, "Okay, stupid, listen here." And I'm yeah. more than willing to let them know, like you. And I had this conversation before. Somebody came up to me one time, and it was like, "How can you possibly be an atheist?" I'm like, "I don't understand your question." How <laughs> could you possibly be a? We're talking to Polly D. Have you ever laid on the couch and knew you had something to do, but it felt real good to keep laying on the couch? That's how I'm an atheist. God obviously exists. And I was like, so you think God is definitively real? He's like, it has to be real. And I was like, okay, I would love to have this conversation with you, but I can already tell you right now, you do not want to understand. Like you've already made up your mind. So what does it take for me to get to you to convince you otherwise, you don't want this conversation. So yes, I'm all for acknowledging people not wanting that conversation. So why have it? No, I'm going to have the conversation about why we shouldn't have that conversation because what you're saying is already completely ridiculous um, because you're trying, you're going into a conversation not to prove yourself right, but to prove me wrong. Well, that- I still feel like it's it's a waste of breath. What you said is kind of redundant actually. Because to prove that you're right and I'm wrong, it's still two people having a right fighter conversation. That's exactly why they met you with this this finite reason of this is it, there's nothing else. But now you're combating it with that same energy, so there's nothing else to come of it. No, no, that's my point. I do it to prove a point. Because I know nothing's going to happen because come out of the cold. Come out of the conversation. So 
I just, I do it yeah. because it's like, you want to do this ridiculous thing? I'm all for it. Well, I waste why my not energy. flip it into a conversation about open and closed mindedness the and the dangers but, of it? Because what I said, when people go into conversation wanting to prove you wrong, they've already made up their mind that they're already right. So the way, well, so yours is a switch, right? Mine is more of a dial. And the way I try to do it is not so much say, hey, this is what I think. I ask you why. Yeah. Like, for example, I don't think agnosticism is real. Like, it's it's strange to me because... Oh, like believing to not believe but still hold Or not knowing. Things. Not knowing. Flip-floppers is what he's but, talking but, about. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, not, I, not, not, not necessarily mind. flip-flopping. No, but I was agnostic. I was generally agnostic as a young adult mm -hmm. because... That's fair. You you have all of these different religions and opinions coming in. It's like I am not informed enough to choose at this point in my life. I was agnostic. Yes, so that makes sense. Yeah, but to me, if you don't have faith, you're not. If you don't have faith, you're not religious. Therefore, what if faith I desperately what? wanted to have faith? Faith but, in but what? It, but but you either do or you don't. But that's my black and white perception. Faith in though. what? Yeah. Anything. No, I mean, so I, have have that, I think that was just humanity makes me religious. Yes, your faith in humanity, faith based on no predicate of evidence, empirical evidence or anything otherwise, just from believing. My faith in genius. humanity, that humanity will always come out learning something. Yes. They may make bad decisions. But they also make great decisions, and those great decisions will define us, not the bad decisions. That is my faith in humanity. Yes, I would say that's so a religious belief in people. You think that's religious? I would say that's I'm a not religious praying belief. Praying to them, just because, just because you don't pray doesn't mean if you make don't it a believe that agnostic exists, mm -hmm. then what would be your term for it? Agnosticism. I, I would say it'd be atheist because you don't have faith. Okay, but what if you, what if you want faith? No. You're not educated enough, but you're not clear enough to say, I believe that that doesn't exist. Like, for because sure? Because that's atheist, right? I believe that God doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. But that's a for sure thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas agnostics no. is you're still questioning everybody. There's a level of atheism. So what, what you're well, saying but is, I'm, I agree with. What yeah. you're saying is I agree with. And that's, that's a that's definite. That's what I was going to go to. It, well, my belief that God doesn't exist is not a definite. No, I'm just saying... Between so that atheism and agnosticism is the definite. I believe that God doesn't exist. That doesn't. I'm not saying God does not exist. I'm mm -hmm. saying I believe there's not enough evidence to prove that God exists. So my question would be, fundamentally, aside from that, what makes you different from an atheist? Oh, I'm an atheist. Oh, okay. Well, what makes you different from an agnostic? Um, besides that one thing uh because i don't rely on faith to find my answers it's also that his but they personal, don't either no they, his, they don't his, have any his personal belief That's is that true. god does not exist like he's already ruled that out and agnostic's personal belief is that it's not ruled out it's just not entirely set so yeah. but do they believe in god yes and no they may maybe because they're they're well, it's mostly no. Because you're already saying like I might not believe in God, but something might still be so, there. So okay, let me. So there is that. They believe in a higher power. power. Yes, there you go. So let me let me put it this way. I love you. I love you. How do you do that agnostically? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, so in the same sense of like, 
I believe that I love you, but I don't necessarily know if I love you. Does so that mean you I'm love me? Kind though? of in the well, that, that's the thing. If, so I, like, if, now that if you I ask you, me, if you ask me, do you love me? And I was like, well, I don't know if I love you. I think I love you. What does that mean? I admire you. But I couldn't answer that question agnostically because I love you entirely and wholly. Play on words. At least for me. <laughs> at least for me, that's how I see religion. As far as having faith and, and not having faith. I don't, see the, I don't see the in-between of loving someone and not loving someone. I don't see that in-between. Again... Admiring someone, but is but does that mean you're in love with me? Lusting, caring. Does that mean you're that you love me? You lust for me, but does that mean you love me? It means I love your body. Define love. All right, let's not. I know. There we go. Yeah. You want to do this philosophical bullshit? We can do this. I mean, but that's that's how I see it. Right, and that's that's actually a great point. That's a great way. That's a great way to to end it. I will say though, I like. How you're like agnostic is anything, but as soon as I say asexuality is not a thing, it's like <laughs> what you say? But like I said, guys, burn the witch. Like I said, guys, this is going to be a short one. Uh, right. Sorry, we couldn't be with you longer. Uh, we wanted to keep it short in light of the coronavirus. Keep our group small. Uh, yeah, so to end out, I'm going to say believe what you want to believe. Do not force people to say otherwise, and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Oh yeah, definitely wash your damn hands. Um, some people's kids. Anyway, <laughs> no, but hey. you know, the main point of the topic isn't just to get angry at what we talked about, it's to explore what we talked about. Look into other people around you and learn to accept them in the way that what you know is true, what they know is true. In the end, you guys can both know that each other are cool fucking dudes and chicks. Jason. Um, love and peace, man, and God bless. I'll yes. say that. I'm not afraid. Yes. <laughs> Say it. I did. And I love you. You guys, Amen. why do I have to be last? You guys said such great things. Well, you're not no, there's Cody. Cody's last. No. Love and respect. Please. <laughs> love and respect. Like, just Sally? Yeah. Oh, uh, hey guys. <laughs> hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Still talking shit. <laughs> so, really, you got any last words for our listeners out there? Uh, no. Well, sort of. But God is real, sort of. And. I love you, guys. I love that. I love it. It's yes. cool. God is real, sort of. Hey, you yep. kind of love it. You got. I mean, hey, your main message. Believe what you, you want to believe, and no, there's no judgment here. It's okay. All right, all right. So your last. If words. you don't even love yourself, how the hell Copyright, 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 All right, guys. That is the end of our podcast. My last words are this. No, they're the same as Tracy's. <laughs> Love first. Yeah. All right. Good night, guys. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.